This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Please note the thoughts, opinions, jokes, and every other bad taste that the guest and the host of Hobie, aka the History of Bad Ideas, is of their own, is not associated with any companies they may work for, any firms they work with, any advertisers, or anybody else in general. Remember, it's just a joke. History of Bad Ideas, episode number 192. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. I'm Blake. Hey, we're all here. Hooray. No guests, though, this week. Hooray. Just us. Just us. Our listener is our guest. That's right. Thank you for listening. Episode 192. Uh, two more episodes until we're at the Sensei Comic Expo with the 365 chaps. Yeah, but who's counting? That's right. I am. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> So, uh, if you're in the neighborhood, come on down. Uh, uh, well, let's see here. Speaking of the 365 Chaps. Yes! Uh, yesterday evening, I got the pleasure to uh, record an episode with them. Um, it was a special episode. Uh, there's an effort oh, going no. out. It was a special episode? It was a special episode. Cause what depressing topic did it cover? Drug abuse? No, not not, not a 1980s special Caffeine episode pills. or after-school special type thing. Oh. A special episode is in, we're donating the episode to a uh, podcast uh, oh. relief effort group. Well, now I'm, I'm happier now. Yes, who, who are, uh, I think they're raising money on uh, Indiegogo and they're sending out... Uh, uh, you know, podcasts, uh, a bunch of different podcasters are donating special episodes to the, the cause. So all the money that they raise will go to help uh, the the victims of uh, Hurricane Harvey. And soon to be Irma. And yeah. And so Irma. so while, while you're sitting sitting there in the uh, shelters with nothing to do, you can listen to our podcast. Well, That's going to make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> Suicide rates will increase. <laughs> Uh, but uh, so um, I think I'll find a link so we can put it on our Facebook page and tweet it out. Okay. So people who might want to, <clears throat> you know, throw ten dollars their way uh, can get uh, uh, some special episodes of some great uh, because, podcasts. Because yeah. the Red Cross is doing, uh, you can text you can text to the Red Cross uh, and you'll get yeah. you know charged ten dollars. You can do it that way. You can do the podcast as well. This way, if you do it, you uh, you get a free podcast episode, which is yeah. nice, a nice yeah. little thing. And there'll, nice. be, there'll be several of them. I don't know exactly how many, but yeah. a lot of different people are doing this. I know. Uh, uh, 
Big Dev the Psy Guy was also on uh, recording with us last night. And wow. his uh, Shot of History is doing a special one for the awesome. thing. So, so uh, yeah, look look for that. Um, unfortunately, right now I'm ill-prepared and do not have the exact address for that. But we will throw that up on Facebook and Twitter and other places you may Or we can drag us. this out long enough until Jason can Google it. <laughs> and then tell us. But you know what? I think this really inspires me an awful lot. So therefore, in the name of Hobie, I shall donate 1,000 Hobie IOUs. Ooh. It's just as good as money. That's right. Uh, I'm still looking for it. Anyways. Uh, and I'm going to rob Jason's Monopoly board here. <laughs> With all the money in there, I'll stick in an envelope and send that as well. Uh, yeah, my uh, babysitter is leaving Friday for Jamaica. And, uh, leaving going, or fleeing? <laughs> leaving for Jamaica. Actually, Saturday morning. I mean, she's going into the hurricane just to get Saturday. out of your house. That's <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> what it comes down to. You drop the kids off at her house. Uh, yeah. Saturday. Uh, actually, she's going down Saturday. And uh, her Excuse and her me. husband. And uh, I was like, so how's it doing? And she's like, I think it's going to miss us. And I was like, mm, I don't think it's going to miss you. I just don't think you're going to get the eye of it. So for my job, I'm yeah, I don't think Jamaica was supposed to get the brunt. I the, think it was curving north before it got the there. only the only time where travel insurance may have made sense to purchase. They do have travel insurance, thank oh, God. Oh shit, they got conned into that. Yes, they did. Well, it's a good con. Well, it's hurricane well, season. Yeah, if you're going down to the the Caribbean during hurricane season, it might be a good idea. Yeah. You're right. Uh, I have another. Uh, I have a coworker that's actually leaving <laughs> for Florida on Friday, and uh, they're like, "Yeah, we're expecting to get destroyed." So yeah. Uh, Unless it's done by the time they get there. Well, I did uh, email one of my uh, um, people I work with, a vendor, and he's in Puerto Rico. And I wasn't even thinking, even though my job right now is hurricane duty. And uh, I emailed him. I was like, hey, what's the status on all this? He's like, "Uh, Mr. Jason, we are not allowed leaving the house uh, because we are under a hurricane warning. The government has said, do not leave the house in Puerto Rico. And I was like, my bad. I apologize. Yeah. Be safe. Was, but you have a computer, right? Yeah, he does. <laughs> he does. You know, there's, so. there's no uh, evacuation routes in Puerto Rico. No, there isn't. When you're an island. No. It's a little tough. I feel bad for them. You go really to the good. center of the island. Unless you're a super rich white guy. Then you can hop on your yacht and... Go to Jurassic Park. You know, Park. go to... Uh, it's Trump Hotel awesome. or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, it, uh, good thoughts with everybody down there. So, uh, thanks, Jeff. That was uplifting and depressing at the same time. All right. So. Well, I'll give you a treat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Uh, Kevin there in uh, 365 Flicks decided we were going to have a movie trivia tournament. Ooh. Ooh. So, go make your donation and find out. Who may or may not be the best at movie trivia? Oh, we all know that's going to be me. That's not going to be me. But, but you weren't on it, Jason. Well, I still win. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's oh. how this game wins. It's called Jason oh. Wins. And I'll let you know, Jason, there is going to be mm-hmm. a rematch when those guys are visiting in town. Mm-hmm. You may be required to write some questions. I can do that. We'll have questions at the expo, too, for everybody. So. As long as I'm Ross from Friends, don't blame the questions. What? <laughs> Is that your name? Up for a <laughs> what? It's your favorite color? <laughs> African or English swallow? <laughs> I didn't even get to that question. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead, Blake. Once Go again, ahead. Jason ruins it. Thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> it's okay. Anyways, 
Uh, anything else going on, Jeff? Anything up? Is that your up this week? No, that's not even my up. Oh, that's look at that. Up. Okay. Uh, Blake, what's your up? My up is that Burning Man finally lived up to its name. What happened? After several years of false advertisement, this year was the first year that an actual man ran into the fire and was burning. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Did he die? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. They got it on videotape. Oh. <laughs> a big fire, and the guy Why? runs into the fire and burns himself alive. Why? Drugs? Allegedly? I don't know. <laughs> Jeez. Does Burning Man have any... Do you, would you want to go to Burning Man? There's oh, nothing yeah. about that that looks it, good. It's some kind of uh, pagan electronic uh, uh, celebration out in the middle of the desert. I'm all for pagans. I think it's based on a Nicolas Cage movie or something. <laughs> the bees! The bees! Uh, I have no desire to do it because I feel like everybody would be smelly there. Uh, it's because well, you're too old. It will be. Well, even when I was young, I'm like, you camping out? Fuck that. Remember when they did Woodstock 97 or whatever it was? That was a horrible idea. Yeah, not the original one. That was worse. But, you know, the one in 97. 97? No. Woodstock in 97? That's when they like had a riot and the fires and everything else. There's nothing about that. You're sleeping out in shit and mud. I'm not going by that. Yeah, Fuck that. Pretty much. I got a hotel room down the Holiday Inn right down the street. I'll stay That's there. That's right. That's what you do when you get older. When I used to go whitewater rafting, I, it was uh, tough for me to spend the night there in camps. God. Yeah, I agree. Thank you. It's rafting season now, and uh, yeah, I can't go because fuck that camping shit. <laughs> There's a hotel down there by the camp. There is, but yeah, it's like I'm paying all this money for the, the rafting. I can't also afford accommodations. <laughs> That's why you te- camp. Yeah, see, yeah. You, you're... Your age with camping is is like a it's like a bell curve in tolerance. It's really low when you're younger, but as you get up in the middle ages, it goes higher and higher, and it peaks. But then as you get older again, you realize that you want to go back to camping because you feel like you've been missing out on something in those years. You've been staying in hotels, and therefore it decreases. I don't think that'll ever. And then happen. you die. <laughs> I, I don't think mine will ever decrease into oh my joys of camping. I think I'll remember like oh you yeah, say that I now. hated camping. You say that now. And you think but you're going to be on that bell curve, man? <laughs> you think this body will want to someday say, "Man, I want to sleep on the ground again." That's what happens when you're sixty some years old. Uh, only if my brain gives out on me and and you're homeless, yeah, <laughs> because you don't remember where you live and you're stuck in some poor guy's backyard garbage dumpster. That'll pretty much be it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'll call it camping. Camping. <laughs> well, is that what it's called underneath the highway? Uh, that would be homeless. Anyways, <laughs> and insane. I feel like even now, like with hotels, Jeff knows this, and I've said it before on the podcast, I need a lobby. I don't need any doors on the outside. You know what? Yeah. I've gotten to the age now. Give me a lobby. That's it. You I just want the suite lobby. without the bed? No, 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 no. <laughs> I need a hotel that I have to go through a lobby. I'm he, a he doesn't want his door Oh, no he doesn't want a outside. motel. No, he doesn't want a motel. No. He wants a lobby he has to walk through yeah. to it, get to the elevator. It kills my wife because okay. she's like, this one's like $30 cheaper. I was like, I don't care. We can do this. It's fine. We're good. Yeah. Well, especially if you're like a, a young single mom with a room full of girls, you don't want doors exposed directly to the parking lot. Correct. So you have the bellhopper, Speaking for all whatever, all bring all your luggage up. And no, I do that. I bring okay. that. I get the, the cart. Yeah. 
Well, you, you're a pain in the ass. Now, you, you want at least one level of protection from those people who want to do crime. Correct. Yeah. Correct. No, I'm just saying, it's so much easier when you're parked right outside your door and you only have to carry it into your door. Oh, fuck that. You're carrying all that stuff and you're not even letting the bellhop do his job. You know who also says that? Kidnappers. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm them. worried about kidnappers. Well, that's true. <laughs> kidnappers don't... If there's a bellhop at the Holiday Inn... <laughs> <laughs> you better look at that man with suspicion. Actually, or woman. <laughs> uh, how come you don't have a co- uh, uniform, sir? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Is that blood on your collar? No, no. <laughs> Fine. That's just the design of the uniform. Uh, there's nothing for you to worry about, <laughs> sir. Can I have your luggage and your children? I, I mean, your luggage. Your luggage for you, sir. <laughs> That's a cold dog you got there. <laughs> anyway, yes, I am a little bit of a diva. Uh, let's see, my up this week, I'll go, uh, my up this week is, uh, Paul, the dip man, was the hometown hero at the Reds game. He was. Yes, he was. Congratulations. Uh, It was up on our Hobie page. Uh, Blake was the hometown hero for the Reds game. The Cincinnati Reds, uh, baseball team, they honor a veteran, um, Mm. or active member, uh, I think every game, don't they? Yeah, he's, uh... Welcome to the exclusive club. I don't know if it's every game or is it weekend games. Weekend games, it might be weekend games. So... That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Being on 20 years of service, thank you very much. Yep. Even though it was the Air Force, that's okay. He got Thanks. to go to places like, what, Guam, yep. Canada. Hawaii, Cutter. Canada. <laughs> he did serve a couple tours in Afghanistan and Iraq. Oh, yeah. But he was still at an Air Force base. <laughs> that's true, that's true. It wasn't at a FOB or anything, uh-huh. Ford Operating Base. You let me know when Dipman comes on here. He's still at air conditioning. <laughs> Screw that guy. <laughs> Screw him. And steak. <laughs> steak. But anyways, he was honored, so it was nice. Yeah. Uh, Jeff and I were there. Uh, yeah, that was pretty awesome. So it was up on our Facebook page on History of Bad I even clapped for him. Yes. So yeah. congratulations, he retired. Um, so we'll be talking to Dit Man here, hopefully in the next couple weeks or so. That, that means he's got more time to come on to the show. I he think. does. Exactly. So uh, the problem is, last year Blake was honored as a hometown hero by the Reds. Yeah. This year was the Dit Man. <laughs> Uh, there's we're running out of people on Hobie that uh, are uh, veterans. You better step okay. your game up. I know. I guess better enlist. Yeah. What's the correct cutoff to enlist? <laughs> uh, well, when we go to war against North Korea, <laughs> there is no limit. <laughs> there will be none. Uh, sir, you've been drafted. I was in World War Two. Get your boots. <laughs> I'm Good. You're, you're more. You don't need basic training. <laughs> you don't need. You've already been through basic training. Yay! <laughs> Perfect reasoning. That's right. Oh, good times. So that was my up. Jeff, what's your up? Uh, my up was uh, this past Thursday. I celebrated my birthday. Yes, you did. Happy birthday! Thank you. Yay! Happy birthday! And I just want to give a shout out to my siblings. At least one of them listens to this podcast. Yeah. Because they listened to the episode where we did our... Uh, Favorite gifts? No, our, oh. our bucket list. Oh, okay. Ooh. And... Uh, you, uh, was a bucket list checkoff item attained? A bucket list checkoff item. Uh, they got me uh, a gift card to go take a uh, glass blowing class. Really? They did. That's awesome. 
And they were like, are you sure he wants it? It's like, well, he put it on his bucket list. Or was he making, was, was he kidding? Or like, no, I think he really wants to do it. Good for so that. I'm like, I'm like, awesome. yay. And I'm like, well, thanks for listening. Now the tube you blow into, make sure it's uh, cooled down before you put your lips on it. Really? And start blowing into that melted liquid glass. Oh. Jeff, want, Jeff wants like glaze around his lips. <laughs> yes. Like glass yeah, that would glaze. Look cool. <laughs> and then he could be called Mr. Glass. <laughs> they call me Mr. Glass. That's awesome. That's good. Uh, when is that? Not again. A couple. Weeks. I, I I have to schedule a time or whatever based on their uh, the so list and whatnot. How long is? Do you know how long it is? Do you have any specifics? Like, can you can you blow me a pint glass? <laughs> I don't I'm glad know. you finished that question. <laughs> that answer. I'm glad you finished that. I don't know if pint glasses are on the list of things they show you, but I'll take a look. Okay. Um, uh, but no, it's a couple hours or something that you do, and then I suppose once you learn it, you can go back at a much cheaper rate once you know how to do it. If you want to continue making what you learned or something, so cool. So I'll at least find out if I like it, and if I do like it, I'll I'll do more. I like it. Uh, what's your up this week? Burning Man. Oh, okay, that's his name after years of false well, advertising. What's your down? So your your up is someone burning to death. <laughs> hey, it was voluntary. He ran into it. <laughs> What's your down? Nobody made them. Uh, my down is I realize I'm a horrible soccer parent. Oh, God. Did you get ejected from a game? No. Oh, thank God. <laughs> but I sit in the stands, most likely surrounded by other soccer parents. Mm-hmm. Children are on the field. And you yell, that's my kid! That's my kid! No. Oh. And as I make my own commentary. And oh, like, dear God. Oh, that girl a, sucks. Make a good pass. I don't say that. Okay. I just say, stop being a hack. <laughs> <laughs> Or I say, make a good pass. Or I say, stop turning the ball over. Or I say, don't turn the ball over. Too what, late. What is soccer? Of course, don't you're only going to say, make a good pass. You're not going to say, score, because yeah, they never no. do. Just like, pass it! Can you please hold on to the ball? We need a 90% on the pass ratio today. Hey, when, when your center, when your center, center midfielders can't make a pass without turning the ball over or kicking out of bounds, you're in for a lot of problems. That sounds it, yes. And when your only talent is to uh, slide tackle people, but you're too slow otherwise, I mean, that's a problem. Is your daughter's, is this their senior year, right? Yeah, it's their senior year. That sucks. That's the last year. Yeah, it it does. It sucks that it's their last year, and that's why I'm making every effort to try and miss as many minimal games as possible. Yeah, if Blake's not here on a Tuesday, sometimes it's for soccer, uh, for his daughters. Um, You missed a lot of Fridays. Yeah. um, Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, I don't blame you one bit. But I, I realize, you know, even though I'm not, like, making loud announcements, but I am making comments to, like, you know, the person that's sitting next to me who's watching the game, who mostly agrees with me. At, <laughs> it's not like I'm not saying anything that's not true. Oh, I got the short straw. I'm sitting next to Blake. Damn it! <laughs> but, you know, I, it's, it's it's really sometimes I just, just shut up and just, you know. Did someone say something to you, you know. this week? No. Okay. But I, I, I just go, I just, you know, when I do my self-reflecting at the game of whether or not I was a good cheerleader. I feel kind of ashamed because, you know, I, re- I sit there and realize, you know, what if that's like somebody's parents or their, you know, uncles, cousins, aunts, well, they show training grandparents, training. et cetera, et cetera. I wouldn't want the person sitting you next know? to me to say that about my daughter. Exactly. It, despite the fact that it's true, though, you know, you still don't want it to be said, right? 
So I realized I'm a, I'm a horrible soccer dad. I'm a horrible soccer dad. Not horrible in the sense that I'm not the guy that's on the sideline yelling at your own kid to do better or pass or do things. Because they're even at the Division One college level, there are those dads still. And I look at them and I go, what a bunch of fucking assholes. But then I'm sitting there going, don't turn the ball over. Whoops, five in a row. <laughs> well, you pretty much say that at any sports team you watch, though. Yeah, that's when, true. You know, you're you're watching football. Don't throw an interception. Oh, there it goes. There it goes. Does he yeah, really say exactly. that about the Browns anymore? He says that a lot about the Browns. <laughs> no, oh. usually I'm just drinking a lot. I usually don't say anything. Don't about find that. a new and unique way to lose this game. Up oh, there we go. Except for when I can call the plays. You know, being the armchair quarterback, and it really irritates me when I'm smarter than the paid professional coaches on the sideline. Is Hugh Jackson a sadomasochist? Because he's putting Kaiser, the rookie quarterback, out there against Pittsburgh opening yeah. week. Put put yeah. uh, Cody Kessler out there for one week until he gets his concussion. Hey, can I put Kaiser? Can in. I say something about Moneyball and analytics and all yes. this bullshit that mm-hmm. the fucking Browns have done in the past? They week. decided to go the Oakland Athletics baseball route and do Moneyball. Yeah, starting last year and all this kind of shit. This is, look, when you're millions of dollars underneath the cap to begin with. And you have veterans on the team that you know may not be performing up to a ten million dollar a year contract, but they are still leaders on your team and can give you advice and experience and knowledge from the player to player level. That kind of uh, transaction you can't put a dollar amount on. Apparently, you can. And apparently, these assholes are, and they're cutting these guys. And you know, like for example, all right, I was going to say Hayden and Greco. You know, they they may have declined on the playing stage. You know, physicality and skills and abilities and all that kind of stuff. But they bring, you know, veteran leadership to a team that a lot of times, if they're not negative and it's positive and it's reinforcing and it's building and they're supporting of the coach and everything else, that's good leadership to have that you can't put a dollar amount value on. But when they sit there and they cut these guys and, and you sit there, and especially when they're well-respected, you know, despite the fact that, you know, they may suck on the field or had a bad training camp. I mean, these are guys that are still valuable to your organization that you can't put a dollar amount on. But yet these guys, it's just ruthless, just cutting them. Um, you know, that's, yeah, that's my other down. <laughs> my bad soccer parenting in the stands in the Cleveland Browns. Welcome to the NFL. Organization. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, my down this week is, uh, uh, I caved. We've got Boss Baby rented. My kids beat me down. They rented Boss Baby. I disappointed in you. Yes. I mean, Speaking yes. of low standards, Sometimes you I just mean, need to take a stand and I Boss didn't, Baby. Is I didn't think we can go lower than the Browns' Moneyball analytics, but we just did. Boss Baby. Jason submitted to Boss. From baby. what I saw, back and forth, walking back to and from the rooms and that, it was the most god awful movie. It was horrible. I don't even understand it. I don't understand how this movie was made. Do you think it's going to be, it's, it'll be, it's worse. Uh, I shouldn't say what it'll. Emoji movie will be worse. Okay. That's what I'm trying to ask. It was not. If good. I can get it out of my mouth. No, it was <laughs> not good. It was weird. The only funny part, the only creative part was this kid, you know, they're showing that, you know, he's on the back of this little toy car that the kids ride in and Boss Baby's riding in. Looks like it's going super fast and, you know, he's like, get me! He's trying to climb up on the car in that, but it's all in his imagination of how fast it's going, obviously. Uh-oh. And then they show the parents are looking at it, and it's just this little car moving very, very slow, and this kid's just dragging behind it. So I like that, you know, it was all a lot of it was creative in the kid's mind, like the older brother's mind, 
But that was about the only good part, and that wasn't even good. It was just a different take on it. It was not good. So, fuck that movie. Jeff, you got any down? I thought I had it down, but you just depressed me so much it okay. left my brain whatever my down was going to be. I got uh, 40 minutes left in Orange is the New Black uh, fifth season, the brand new season. My wife and I have binge-watched it since... Uh, She's been pretty much uh, not been able to do much, so we. Um, How were the prison lesbian scenes? There wasn't that many. What? Yeah, about eight episodes in, I looked at my wife. I said, "I'm very Where's disappointed." The prison lesbian scenes. I'm very disappointed in the lack of nudity this season. She's <laughs> like, "Oh, look, there's one." I was like, "That's a guy." Anyway, <laughs> don't need to see that. Thanks. Equal opportunity. It was a guard. It was the uh, um, uh, uh, the yeah. It was the um, yeah, corrections guy. Uh, Sorry, exactly. I got to think of it. Go, of corrections officer. Yeah. So I was guard. like, "Oh, yeah, guard. the guard." Yeah. That's right. Big boss man. Yeah. Oh, from Stone Mountain, Georgia. The rest. So what you're saying is it's no chained heat. It is no chained heat, but it's a great season. Uh, They had some rough seasons in there. Again, I still don't care about Piper or the woman from uh, that '70s show. They can get rid of them, and I would be very, very happy. So, but it's a great show. I really like this season. Well, anyways, uh, we had a Twitter poll of the week this week, and this one is our number one poll ever. We got several hundred on this one. So There's a lot of controversy with your your selections here. Yeah. I mean, I can see why it would generate a lot of popularity because this is something I think a lot of people feel strong about. Yes. So I want to thank Doug for getting the idea out there. He didn't come up with it, but he had Star Wars talk on his mind. So who is the most annoying character in the Star Wars films? Films, mind you. Films. Star Wars, most annoying character. So not the books. Correct. Uh, this is from Bad Idea on our Bad Ideas uh, Twitter page, Bad Ideas Podcast, so follow us. We're over 3,000 followers now, Blake. Over it. Wow. So you were talking about it a couple weeks ago. We were at 2,800. So we've been growing. So Good. Go. Uh, the options were Jar Jar Binks, Young Anakin, C-3PO, uh, and Ewoks. So uh, there was a lot of picks in there. Uh Let's see. Who would you pick, Jeff? Who did you pick? I voted against Jar Jar Binks. Blake, who would you have picked? I could tell you who I would not pick. Okay. That's C-3PO. I can't. Uh, he's annoys me. Yeah, but he brings some comic relief. He does a little bit. Well, yeah, that's Jar Jar Binks funny. brings... Oh, that's actually funny. Jar Jar funny. Binks is not funny. But he brings comic relief. It's no. just not funny. I think the reason Correct. C-3PO is tarnished in my mind because I keep thinking of Joan Rivers from Spaceballs. Yeah, that it hurts be. me. It that could hurts. Be. No, I think uh, C-3PO is tarnishing my because there was no reason for him to be there in the prequels. Or the prequels actually, in my opinion, ruined the character of C-3PO. Okay. So, yeah, I would have... But I Anakin made him. Yeah, I would have voted one of the three ways. Jar Jar, Ewoks, or Anakin. See, the Ewoks don't bother me. They really don't. I don't I don't understand the hate for the Ewoks. I... Yeah, they're teddy bears. I get it. But you know what? Dude. They can fight. Jar Jar Binks can't fight. He's fucking falling over his own feet out what there. What are you talking about? Jar Jar Binks is a master of drunken uh, master no, karate. No, 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 And how they fucking promote him to a general? Fuck that. I t- Fuck him. Jar Jar Binks is an evil, evil Sith Lord who is so good that he looks so ridiculous but still accurately kills people. He was Donald Trump before Trump. Hey, 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 down the hall. I down mean, the hall. Sorry, Supreme, Supreme Overlord. Sorry, Supreme Overlord. Uh, the best is Jar Jar I burned my tongue. The best is Jar Jar Binks gets his well-deserved in the new canon book that he is now a street uh, cor- uh, jester. See, that ruins it all for me. Yeah. Oh, That's not well-deserved. Well-deserved is the fact that he was evil 
and was behind it. You know what? In your mind, you could make it that way. Oh, well, that is how it is in my yes. mind. Uh, so, anyways, number in last place with three percent of the vote, the Ewoks. So well done, thank you, people. Uh, they thank do you. have that cuteness factor going for them. Yeah, and that viciousness. And the sadness when one of them died and the one was, you know... Kept po- trying kept to drag him. him. trying to wake him up, you know. But it was very good on dinner. Yeah. They were good, the little kid. You know, people little... realize, forget... Did they realize that they forgot that they were going to eat Luke Leia? Yes, they were. Chewbacca? Yeah. yeah. Why wouldn't they eat him? Exactly. They're That's not cannibals. They're... People say they're cannibals. They're not cannibals. They're not they eating other eating eaters. Yeah. Exactly. They were carnivores. Uh, in third place, 7%. Thank God they weren't vegans or else you never hear the end of it. Seven <laughs> percent of the vote, C three PO. So second most or third most annoying. Yeah, I would agree. Winning fifty eight percent to thirty two percent. This is close. It was a lot closer than I thought. Jar Jar Binks edges out young Anakin. Uh, I got a lot of tweets about this. Really? And some of them said you should have just put Anakin. It would have been a little bit closer. And that was my bad. I just thought regular Anakin just couldn't act. So uh, I just went so with they were thinking. Episode one, Anakin. Yeah. Well, I think you were specifically talking Jake Lloyd Anakin. Correct. I was you? talking Jake Lloyd Anakin. Not because I thought he was more annoying than Hayden Christensen. Yes. Well, it's like yes. you just Anakin. You, you assume either one. Yeah. So I want young Anakin. You went pod racing Anakin. Yes. Well, I don't want pod racing Anakin. I want not Padawan slaying Anakin. Yeah, at least he had some redemption. He looked badass doing it. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I killed, he killed the younglings. That fucking rat tail on the side of his head. I hate sand. It's cold and it's rough. It gets in your anus. I don't like it. It gets everywhere. That's what movie is that from? Uh, the second one, Attack of the Clones. He says that to uh, Padme. I don't know if that's a exact direct quote. <laughs> oh, that's really like quote. Anus in there. I don't remember him quite saying anus, <laughs> but it was pretty close. <laughs> and that was kind of like a hillbilly straight lace. I don't know what that was. Yeah, it wasn't Hayden Christensen, but okay, sorry. I don't like sand. It's cold. It's dark. It gets in your anus. I hate it. The planet Uranus. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Padme, you're going to die. <laughs> I can save her. I can save her. I really can. That sounds like I must kill everybody now. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm going to listen to this creepy yeah, old she, man. She's not gonna hold it against me. No, no. And you know this creepy old man? Yeah, he seems he seems legit. I'm no, going to go with no, him. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. No, I'm evil. <laughs> Fucking thing. Are you saying you didn't uh, agree with the uh, slow descent into evil? <laughs> there no. was a slow descent. It was, a, it was slow, really. When was that slow descent begin? I think it was supposed to be there. Oh, okay, yeah, sure, sounds like it. I think that's what was in the script. Slow, slow descent, slow into, descent evil. into evil. Just because you write it, George Lucas, doesn't mean you're filming it. <laughs> that's right. Well, uh, this is going to be a slow descent in a span of two minutes. There, okay, yeah. Hayden. Let's see how you can do this. <laughs> you you mean in a in a in a in a culture of high technology, she's going to have twins and die, and we can't stop it? I mean, nah. what's up? What the fuck? She died of a broken heart. Yeah, oh duh. yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> died that might be the most ridiculous thing of the prequel. <laughs> Or were they trying to just say that to cover it up for him? That oh, died fuck that. Complications of childbirth. They still said it. And those kids were out within no. two minutes. Don't even get me started. There's no complications. Those kids were out in two minutes. 
like that. In a world of technology, you have lightsabers. You can't like laser scalpel them out of the womb. God, that fucking prequels. Now I'm all ranting. That's my down for the week. Fucking prequel. She died of a broken heart. Oh God. Some other depressing Star Wars news. Uh, Colin uh, Trevorrow, who is the director of Episode Nine, he was just let go of uh, as the director. Just got canned. Kevin from Sissy Explorer, thank you for the breaking news. Yeah, I he was it. just released today. Today, yeah, yes. I just saw it. Seriously? Yes. They, 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 they pretty much filmed it all. Yeah. Yeah, they they uh, they're just finishing up editing. Isn't he still the director, no, no, no. though? Nine. They, oh, you know, for the next eight. one. Yeah, next oh. one. Not eight, next one. No, not eight. Yeah, they, they just canned him today. Oh, that's right. I it was Ray that. Wilson was the director of Nine, wasn't I, it? I think... Or yeah, I, Ryan, I, whatever his name is. I well, they remember. said... Uh, I remember this, the headline. I was like, what the fuck, Star Wars? <laughs> well, like, the only positive is this week, I guess, they brought in Tony, uh, Tony Gilroy. Um, he was the one that did uh, Rogue One Star Wars... Um, the Star, Star Wars story. Yeah, the Star Wars uh, story. So he w- came in to do rewrites. So there we go. Okay. Well. So we'll see how that does. But yes, yeah, so uh, he's out. So what they're saying is they're in trouble. <laughs> this company goes through more directors than Pixar does on their cartoons. And the Han Pixar Solo movie. They go through at least two usually. Oh. There's one that starts it. And then it they says, usually, screw this, I'm out. <laughs> after three years, they, they usually bring someone else in. The other guy usually stays on, uh, man or female, they stay on. Sometimes they get leave, but they still get directing credit. And then they bring the second guy in or second woman in to get a fresher look after three years or so. Doesn't happen always, but uh, did you see previews for Coco, the new Pixar one? I don't know what to think of that movie. No, I don't know anything okay. about this one. Uh, Ape and Stug, could you help us on that? Appreciate it. Speaking of A-Pants, we got some listener feedback. Blake, take it away. Yes, listeners, which we're very thankful. As we said earlier in the podcast, we just, like, crested 3,000 Twitter followers. We did. Do uh, they listen to us all at one time? I wish. <laughs> uh, we got a lot, though. We got a lot. Oh, that's very nice, because this is our favorite part. 3,014. That's right, 3,014. And climbing. Yeah. So all 3,000 of you people mm-hmm. if you like us this much you know what you should do you should have a friend listen and then after that you know what you should do write a review on itunes and stitcher no no oh you're looking at me oh am i supposed to do okay um apologize yes <laughs> for having exposed them to <laughs> to your pro <laughs> thank you everybody. podcast thank you but anyways if we're on twitter you can tweet us for listener feedback. But what else can you get us at? Uh, Facebook on the History of Bad Ideas podcast. Uh, we overruled every other fucking history podcast. <laughs> 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 you all made ten episodes. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was every other Bad Ideas podcast. Whatever. Wait, <laughs> them down. There's a lot of history podcasts still out there running. Next in our side, Shot of History. Yeah, we're going yeah. to war. They are a history podcast. Oh, yeah, we are not going to war with them. We're not yeah. a history we're, podcast. We're not a history As podcast. As evident by our uh, T-shirts. T-shirts. Not a history podcast. Not a history podcast. Uh, what else? We're on uh, Tumblr at uh, Bad I- History of Bad Ideas. Uh, be careful on how you type it in. You might get some porn. Probably uh, get some porn right. if you're on Tumblr. Nah. Gmail, we're at HobiePod at gmail.com. 
So if you would like to uh, email us, and uh, we'll be at the expo. So come by and stop by and say hi. We'll have a booth. We'll say hi. Yeah. What's this nerdly.co. We're on nerdly.co.uk in the UK. Good day, mates. Hello, Vicka. Hey, Vicka. You cheeky Wanker. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, good podcasts over there, 365 Flicks and uh, Pop Addled. Uh, we'll be on there too. Who? Uh, good one. Pop, A D D L E D, adult. They have uh, and there's a lot of good articles. Uh, Nerdly's cool. done a really good job recently of adding a lot of uh, geeky articles and reviews. Go Nerdly. Go. Uh, we're on Geek Life Cheers. Radio, 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central every week. Brilliant. GeekLifeRadio.com and Tangerbound Network, Danger Entertainment Network, and every Wednesday on WeBeGeeksPC.com. Our episode drops there too. Dropped. And everything else, though. So give us a review, please. Anyways, moving on. What do we got for feedback? And iTunes. Yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that one Apple company? That yeah. one fruit? Uh, Zune? No. Oh. All right, anyways. I think you probably still find us on Zune if you own a Zune. <laughs> Who owns a Zune? <laughs> Star-Lord. That's true. That's true. There you go. Uh, so the first one comes from, as you said, number one fan, Doug. Thank you for a nickname. Thank you. A-pans. <laughs> says, uh, many NFL teams have donated $1 million to the hurricane relief. What has the Bengals donated? Preseason tickets. To those who can make it up here? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if you can make it up here, <laughs> preseason's over. fourth game of the... Oh, it's for next year. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> you get to see the fourth game where fourth. none of the starters start. That's Mike Brown for you. <laughs> Oh, I'm I'm surprised. I figured Mike Brown would have donated like I don't know uh, a Ford Pinto. <laughs> no, I thought I thought he would donate like half of the money he embezzles from the county or something. Ah, allegedly, he doesn't embezzle. He just screws them over. Yeah. Oh yeah, so, he, he does was, it legally. He was, you know, you know, all those county officials. Strong hands the money. All of those county like, officials that set that deal up are now employed by the Cincinnati Bengals. Yes, they should all be in jail. Go imagine, imagine that. You know what he would do? He would bring all. He would bring uh, any uh, victims, survivors of the hurricane up here, and then he would charge the the county for the <laughs> for the seats that he had to get. Oh yeah, up. that's You're exactly what right. he would do. You're exactly right. Uh, he won't spend any more than what the taxpayer funds that he's given. We don't like or something local like that. Owner of the NFL team. Cheap we ass. don't at all. Some bitch. Anyways. Anyways, uh, next. I, that yeah. is good though. The NFL, the NFL teams have done a lot. Uh, everybody has done a lot. The celebrities have stepped up in that. JJ uh, Watts is over fifteen million. He started with mm. just trying to get, I think, what was one hundred fifty thousand dollars, and he's yeah. over fifteen million now. now. It's uh, on the radio on the way here. He's now over twenty million. Good. Mm-hmm. And he, people are criticizing him like, oh, he's just an egotistical maniac, blah, blah, blah. Fuck you. Really? I haven't heard any of the criticism. There's been so. a, yeah, welcome to really? the internet. Welcome yeah. to the world, yeah. And I'm like, what have you done? Did you donate yeah. 20 million? Did, no, yeah. fuck you. Did, did you start a campaign to get you 20 million what? donated? Yeah. Even, even the Supreme Overlord promised a million dollars. Wow. Exactly. Well, taxpayer well, he money. promised it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's going to cut Melania's trust fund <laughs> by a million. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah. So fuck that. Yeah, he's like, he's JJ like, you've got enough stiletto heels to wear. In disaster relief, Melania. Let's donate a million dollars of your money, of your trust fund money from Eric Trump's Frankenstein yeah. College over there. <laughs> Hello, sir. How are you? Exactly. Anyways, go ahead. Keep moving. All right. Anyways, we get an next one from Dev. Dev. Big Dev, the side guy. Dev, Dev, Dev. 
Dev. You know, you're right. He does have a history podcast, except it's called A Shot of History. Mm-hmm. And uh, this week, his uh, revisionist history is about uh, Romans and beer. Really? Yes. You know, he's given out false information about the Romans and beer because everybody knows that it was invented by the Milwaukee that's found in Wisconsin. And they originally called it the Beast. And when they taught the white man how to make it, that's where it all fell apart. I'm not going to say anything. Not a history podcast. (laughs) So, Dev... We're right till we're proven wrong. That's right. It says, uh, why has it taken me this long in life to finally read, listen, Dune? So I guess he didn't read it. He's listening He's to the uh, audio books. He drives a lot. Dune. He drives a couple of hours a day to get to and from work. Yeah. So I'm not going to fault anybody for listening to audio books ever to begin with, but B, when you got that type of commute. Yeah. It'll be through. It's either listen to a couple chapters of Dune or one episode of po- uh, Poby. Oh, Poby. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I don't know. Dune has some long chapters. Did you? And I, I never. I never read it. I attempted to. I think once and I know you got guys bored. Have ta- Eighth grade. Yeah, or it's pretty thick. I know you guys have talked about Dune before, like TV yes. movies, yes. the movie, and a good adaptation. A good Lynch adaptation movie. is the Sci-Fi Channel's, you, you know, miniseries of Dune. But did you like it, Jeff? I didn't see the sci-fi channels. No, did you see, like, the movie? I saw oh, the no, movie. the David Lynch movie? No. I saw the David Lynch did any, movie. Does anyone like that movie? I'm just asking, like... David I, Lynch. Did oh, I, well, yes. did I really I'm like, David Lynch. Did I really like that I movie? mean, people who might want to see Sting in a bikini. Who doesn't? Or I should... The Spice. Speedo. Sting's alive, right? Probably spice. Speedo, not bikini. Cause Sting's it, not dead, right? Sting's not dead, okay. no. They keep talking about the Spice. The spice. <laughs> spice Girls? And Tell I think, me what you want, what you really, really I think want. that was before Kyle McLaughlin went completely insane. <laughs> I need a piece of pie. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. allegedly, yes. Anyways. Okay. I can feel it. We don't know why it took you this long. See, yet. that's you know, that's my that that's my whole impersonation of the movie. Long? Yeah, okay. That's it. It was basically nonsensical and a lot of inner thought. Which one? What's, what's that called? No, not inner thought. What's what was called? more uh, exciting, the trade embargo in the prequel Star Wars movies or in Dune, the spice trade? Which one's more exciting? I don't think people understood what was happening in either. <laughs> <laughs> but House Aristides, what is it? Arist- uh, uh, Aristides. Ericus. Ericus. Caracas. Butt Caracas. The Caracas. Cra- yeah. Honestly, the, the trade federation. The the Kraken. The Real best Kraken. adaptation of the Dune story is the uh, Iron Maiden song. How long is that song? It's about three or four minutes. Oh, okay. So just listen to Iron Maiden song and you'll be fine. But you gotta listen to Iron Maiden. No, the That's movie. The movie I found was very boring. Mm-hmm. I think their biggest sell- selling point was Sting was in the movie. Yeah, I think when Seriously. it came out. Yeah, the- I mean, that was it. See Sting. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I want to. Yeah, fresh off the police and his solo albums. You know, he's trying to break into acting. Speaking of douchebag singers, uh, yeah. Sharon Osbourne was talking about because why? She's a singer. No, but she was talking about her husband Ozzy cheating on her. Ozzy with yes. six different women. Or at the as, same time, as she, no. as she admits, Oriental women are his weakness. Yes, but here's the best part. Yes. <laughs> Why do, why do these people still talk about their personal lives? And I, I don't because get it. it makes them famous. Because she's on a talk show. And I should say it because it makes them infamous. She for said she minutes. has forgiven Ozzy uh, well, because he's it, rich 
It, <laughs> she's she, filthy rich because, because she he's sees rich? that there was a hole in his life. No pun intended. And <laughs> it needed to be filled. No and, pun intended. <laughs> and she felt good because the people he slept with were not as attractive as she thought. Uh, it was just, uh, you know, he needed something well, in his life at that time. And they were just masseuse well, okay, and, it at that. and beverage cart people. So so her problem, and or, like what was made it okay was that he didn't go for the attractive women. Yes, that's what she said. He's so if he slept for an attractive woman, then it would have been a problem. I guess. We're talking but, about the accessibility, kind of like Schwarzenegger and his nanny. Yeah. She's there. How, uh, yeah, you know, made. Well, that's because, that's exactly that's it. the only time when Ozzy was conscious is when he needed a drink. We're <laughs> getting a masseuse. We're getting a masseuse and had to just happen to lay there and be awake for the happy so, ending. Like, really fucking Sharon Osbourne? Come on. She's like, well, you know, he he cheated on me six times. You know, yeah, okay. That he admitted, that's, yeah, that he remembers, that he know of, that he knows but of. He was in a lo- <laughs> he was in a lost place at that time. Oh, oh very lost. Better well, question. Lost. No, no, he wasn't a lost. Still is. <laughs> still, always has his entire life, adult life, been in a lost place. But the best part is, she's like, well, they weren't attractive. Have you seen your husband recently? He's not attractive. Have you seen yourself recently? Yeah. Have I- you seen people in the seventies? <laughs> <laughs> But I'm they just, weren't attractive. Who the fuck sleeping with Ozzy Osbourne? <laughs> that could not be good for anybody. Have you them. seen English women in the seventies? <laughs> oh yeah. So there you go. Uh, I, I don't even know what to say to that. I'm just like, who the fuck? Is... And then when I heard that on the radio today, I'm like, great. Now I got a visual of Ozzy trying to have sex. Yeah. That is not good. I have yeah. a question. Why are we talking about this? Because <laughs> you were talking about stings. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways. <laughs> Stings on bikini. The sci-fi miniseries Dune. Thanks, Dev. There you go, Dev. I hope we didn't answer your question. And stop lying about the Milwaukee in, in the Beast. What we got next, Blake? Uh, regarding last week's top five school movie TV shows from uh, Randall Holt. He uh, just realized I forgot a great movie for this week's top five. Number three, The Principal. He's up to three. The principal was very well liked on Twitter after we did our podcast. So is that the James Belushi yes. movie? Louis Costa Jr. I love that movie. Oh, uh, with okay. the baseball bat? Yeah. I haven't seen that movie in about 10 years, so 15. I'd rather take, like, Stand and Deliver. You know, in today's society, you couldn't do that. You know, we never talked about Lean on Me. That was another one we in did there. Not. We forgot, no. I forgot all about that movie. No. That was decent. It was decent. all right. Better than that Dangerous Minds crap. Yeah. <laughs> what? No. In, in today's society, no. he no. wouldn't be carrying a bat around. He'd be carrying one of those electric stun guns. D- Dangerous Minds has two great things going for it. Michelle Pfeiffer and Coolio. Ooh. No, three things. It made Amish Paradise by uh, We Are Now. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Randall Holt. Uh, next from uh, Nikki. Yeah. She says, uh, top five TV shows. Well, she, she's got ten on this list. She separated the top five. TV like, shows and movies. She separated them uh, like you wanted to do. That's right. That's right. So she listens to me is what you're saying. Yes. Top five TV shows. Number five, The Unmentionables. <laughs> Number four, Dawson's Creek. Loved it. Number two, The O.C. Never saw it. No, number three, The O.C. Number two, One Tree Hill. Never saw it. Number one, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, Dawson's Creek? I guess it takes place in a school because Pacey is sleeping with the teacher the first season. So I'll give it that. It takes place in a school. I would say the number five through two, she's in touch with her inner 12-year-old Jason. Hey. (laughs) Don't you fucking mess with Riverdale. All right, top five movies. Uh, Number five, The Faculty. 
which was on a lot of other people's Twitter uh, top five, so we appreciate that. Great Number movie. four, Easy A, which I forgot. Yeah, Easy A, that's a good one. Yeah. Mean Girls, good one. number three. Mean Girls was a lot better than I was thinking it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It was number two. Bring it on. Oh, wait, that's a good one. Can't believe I forgot that last mm-hmm. week. I still think I'm yeah. really stuck on Elijah Dushku on that one. But mm-hmm. Elijah Dushku. If you just take it at skin value. Mm-hmm. No, spirit fingers. <laughs> Those These are spirit, are spirit fingers. fingers. <laughs> this is not a democracy. It's a cheerocracy. Yeah. Like I said, if you just take it at skin value. Uh, and then number one, Scream. Ah. Scream 2 takes place in college. Scream 1 does take place in high school. Actually. Yeah, I'm about to say. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh. Scary Movie 3, wasn't that one in a high school? That was funny, though. I like Scary oh, no, Movie 3. Scary Movie 4 is the one I was thinking of. I'm sorry. Yeah. Remember, first and the third ones were good. Yes. Every other one was It was bad. a bad one that I was thinking of, I think. It's so. like Star Trek. <laughs> Except they're all bad in Star Trek. Uh, one and three <laughs> is good. In the I think series. you were poking beside a nope. geek on that nope. one. Anyways, uh, I'll do this part. Uh, Hobie's MLB draft is finally coming to an end soon. Next week is it. Next week is it. Uh, we take uh, two position player, or two p- players at every two? position Yes. Uh, that have played during our lifetime. We try and make the best team. And uh, next week I will have the whole spreadsheet listed on Twitter so everybody can see everybody's Ooh. picks. Uh, from Dev, he had DA- this week it's relief pitchers, just two. Yes. Uh, he had uh, he was doing DH from last week. He didn't yes, put the tournament. He didn't turn it in yet. So he had David Ortiz and Cecil Fielder. Uh, let's see uh, for relief pitchers. He has Rich Goose Gossage and Mariano Rivera. So there you go. Uh, Yankees see. fan. Captain Admiral Kirk uh, for designated hitter. He actually had Amanda Wurlitzer. Um, she was a pitcher. Does that work for? Designated hitter? Sure, it does now. Or is uh, that a Des Hassing hitter? No, no, it's Desney. Oh. Okay. Uh, Beside a Geek had DH last week was Albert Pujols and Andrew McCutcheon. So he's taking a center fielder and making him a DH is what it looks like. Yeah. We really are kind of loosey-goosey with this. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see here. And then he had for relief pitchers Mariano Rivera and Kent Tocalvi. I'd have no problem with Kent Tocalvi. Oh. Did- I like that. You were there when we uh, were in Pittsburgh and got the Kent Tocalve figurine, weren't you? We, yes, I was. Yes, I would, was. Would you end up doing with your Kent Tocalve figurine? Uh, I think it's with my Michael Vick bobblehead, my Jason Kendall bobblehead. They're packed away somewhere. Oh, so you still have? I, yeah, I gave I mine so. away to a friend who is, or a coworker uh, and friend who was from uh, Pittsburgh area. I uh, that was funny. I'm going to work with the thing because I'm like, oh yeah, she'll appreciate it more than me. So I went to work and I put it on the desk, and then like later. I suppose during shift change or something, or I was talking to her, and she's like, I'm so angry. Someone put this here on the desk, and I have to look at it all day, and I'm getting real angry. I said, oh, I brought that in for you. <laughs> she's like, what, really? I said, yeah, I figured you'd appreciate it more than me. Uh, you know, I did I did miss the uh, Michael Vick bobblehead night, but I was there for Michael Vick chew toy night. Chew toy night. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jeff, who is your relief pitchers? Uh, my relief pitchers are Trevor Hoffman, mm-hmm. and that's a good one. Like of course, it. it's a good one. I it like should one. be the number everyone's pick. Uh, I might change mine then. And uh, Billy Wagner. Okay, I'll okay. put that for Billy Wagner. I'm very impressed. Billy Wagner originally threw right-handed, mm-hmm. and got hurt like early in his his life, 
and couldn't like throw right-handed, so he decided to switch and throw left-handed and was throwing over 100 miles an hour on his non-dominant hand in the major leagues. So I'm impressed with that. Um, you said relief pitchers. There were there are some closers in this list. You closers are relief it doesn't pitchers. matter. Anytime. I would have made closers a separate category. Well, well we did it. yeah, because <laughs> you don't even participate half the time. <laughs> I would have picked Andrew Miller. Uh, for mine, I'm uh, doing John Rocker. And I'm kidding. Only because, <laughs> I know you're no, kidding. No, no, hold on. Only because of his come out music when he'd run out what was and it? he'd play his you know loud rock music, whatever the hell it was, and he was would sprint out to the mound. I don't mound remember what, what music did he play. He was good for a year. Oh, yeah. What music did he... Yeah. Uh, what's his name was good... Uh, oh, shit. Now I forgot the guy's name. Randy that, Myers? That one guy? No. Uh, that one guy. Uh, Josh Thigpen. Yeah. He was good for a year. Yeah. Tyler? What? Tyler. <laughs> Not Tyler Thigpen. He was a football player. Uh, I'm going with Tom Hinky, my Blue Jays. Loved okay. him. And... Um, you know what? I'm going to change it because I can't pick a Yankee because uh, I really don't want to. Yeah. I am going with Trevor Hoffman. That's a good pick. Yeah. I like yeah. that. I'm going to put it this way. I, I like think that. both of my guys would have gotten at least what Mariano Rivera got if they were on the Yankees at the same time he was. I don't. Bl- I don't. I think, think he's more. Of, I mean, he's a great pitcher, so I don't want to take that away from. Him, but I think. He's elevated higher than he should be just because of the team that he was with. The only uh, guy that came in question, honorable mention, was Sergio Romo, who was the Giant. And the reason is, every time he plays the Reds, he gets them out somehow. He's like four foot five and always gets the Reds out. And I still have dis- uh, issues with the playoffs when he was a pitcher. <laughs> Fucking a. Fuck you, Dusty Baker. God. Get your fucking kid out of the uh, home plate area. Shouldn't have been a bat boy, anyways. It's called nepotism. It is. Jason. Supreme Overlord. I'm mean, sorry. I'm Just like one day when your son's going to produce this podcast. I'll be dead by that. <laughs> yeah, but this podcast yes. will go on. That's right. With, an, with, with another Brigger doing terrible impersonations. <laughs> He'll be doing that Italian Where guy. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be doing He'll that Italian. Italian guy, the Hunter yeah. McAllister. Yeah. <laughs> well, hi, I'm Hunter McAllister. <laughs> Good day, everybody. Do, do, do that Italian guy impersonation. I'm Hunter. I live in a gated community, and I don't need to talk to you peons. Where's my wine, Jeffrey? Nowhere. <laughs> Let's go, Blake. Stand. All right, Blake's moving tip. on from uh, the Major League Draft. Baseball draft relief pitchers and closers. You, you know, anybody who doesn't start a game is a relief pitcher. Any pitcher that doesn't start. Closing pitcher, the quit, the easiest uh, job in uh, professional sports. So why are you picking on non-starting pitchers? Well, you got to lump them all together. We don't. You have, have long to, relief didn't. pitchers. You have middle relief pitchers. You have setup men, and you have closers. Well, you got to lump them all together. Because we wanted to. Because we're mean. All right. Anyways, from beside a geek, thank God Game of Thrones is over. And we can focus on shows that matter. Riverdale's. That's right. Thank you, Besada Geek. Damn you, Besada Geek. Thank you. Damn, Damn you. <laughs> Captain Admiral Kirk. Good day, Captain. 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 He's coming at us from uh, San Diego. The left coast. He says, is, uh, is Chris and Kevin going to stay with Blake father-in-law, too? Blake's father-in-law, yes. Uh, Chris and Kevin from 365 when they come to Cincinnati. I think that would be awesome. As entertaining as it would be, mm-hmm. I would like to stay married and have a place to stay. 
But for us, it would be funny. But for you guys, it'd be great. <laughs> it'd be a good podcast. But you don't understand. We would laugh. I know. You could film it for our YouTube channel. So that would be awesome. That's right. Uh, so you know, what happened this past week? All my preacher got deleted this past week. What? Yeah, from the DVR. Well, you got it on on demand. If it's not if it's not his, it gets deleted. Did your father in law watch what episode? He was like, "What, what the, the hell is it? My no. son? <laughs> no, he's he, apparently he was going through the list. He's like, "Who recorded that? Delete." <laughs> he's like, like, no. he's like, "So he wants you out already." That's exactly what that's the telling problem, me. The yeah. problem too is... Too long. Too long. That's right. I need to free up 1% of that DVR space. <laughs> oh, look at this. Even though, even though we have 98 still available, I got to get rid of that <laughs> <Yeah>. 1%. <laughs> hey, down the hall. Oh, no, different but, 1%. Oh, my bad. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, no, he was looking. He's like, oh, my son-in-law tapes Joel Olstein. Preacher, I'll take a look at that one. <laughs> Dear God in heaven. It's <laughs> episode 10 with the Jesus Hump Fest. <laughs> I haven't been there yet. I've watched that episode now three times trying to get it to, to download on demand and it keeps canceling out on me. I'm like, all right, I'll try it again later. On demand thinks you're a sick fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that was actually the whole thing is pretty funny. Jesus, we're looking all over for you. Well, you know. I said I was being in the garden to pray, and you guys were there. Well, you guys were all passed out, so I came here <laughs> to take care and bless this sickly woman. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, it was hilarious. Uh, is the or- is there an orgy scene as good as Westworld? <laughs> We've got the getaway donkeys. <laughs> I agree. Fine. It's hilarious. Oh, it's hilarious. I catch up. I, you should catch up because it's pretty funny. Because as soon as it was going on, I was like. Oh my God! Is this supposed to be Jesus and Mary Magdalene? I was like, Oh my God! Well, here's the issue. And then Jesus is like, "Did hey, this is totally cool, cool? Yeah, don't really talk about this with anybody. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Great, cool." <laughs> Speaking of that, wait till we get to uh, Nick Albright's question today. Oh, I'm a little sickened. I looked ahead. Yes, okay. That's not on. on my list. Oh, get ready. If somebody doesn't give me the latest and Keep greatest. Keep on. We got listener reviews. Show and tenor. I, uh, I listen to reviews, Pam Morris. She says, OMG, G-L-O-W. Glow. Was amazing. Not a wrestling fan and came across this by accident when it first came out and was hooked. Great show. Loved it. Loved it a lot. Cool. What else? Uh, Chris Richardson missed the TV series. Based on Stephen King's. Shitty, one-dimensional, plastic characters with melodramatic stories pasted on top. It's shite. It's trying to be all 13 reasons why with some horror, but it's just awful. Jason will probably love it. (laughs) I look forward to some good scares, but instead got an over-the-top plot about date rape. Fuck that noise. Did not expect that part. About date rape in it. So apparently, Chris does not like the mess. I think I should just stick to the movie. I think, uh, in short, Chris says, Wanker! Oh, yeah. What time oh, is it? Yeah, baby. Yeah, getting mm-hmm. down. Seventy disco floor. Who wants my burning bush for some Nick? Oh, oh, Brad, Nicky, you know we like it. Ooh, yeah, residential dirty listener. I think he's got a bell bottom. 
I don't think I know what that is. <laughs> yeah, I, I just... Shut up, Jeff. Right shut, over. shut up, Jeff. Shut up. Here we go. Nikki still loves some FMK. Oh, more FMK. Fuck me. All right. So we got guy, fuck, basketball player. Mary, mother of Jesus. <laughs> Jerry, kill, former Minnesota Gophers football coach. I like what he did with that. The fuck, Mary, kill. You get it, Blake? He was doing wordplay. See, the first one is fuck. Second one is Mary. Oh, the guy's name is Guy Fox. Yeah, you guess. See, and then Mary. Mary, mother of Jesus. <laughs> and then Kill, Jerry Kill. His yeah, last name is Kill. That was creative. I like my dirtiness when it's creative. Yeah, so. That... What are you going to do, Jeff? Fuck, Mary, kill which one? That was uh, Porno Sonic Unleashed 70s oh, porno yeah, music. <laughs> that was a mistake. <laughs> I'm like, well, maybe I should see who these guys are. Who is Guy Fuck? Oh, wait, no. <laughs> That's a Google word of the week. <laughs> that was a mistake. Shouldn't have done that. Do not Google Guy Fuck. Unless you're into that, which is fine. <laughs> uh, wow. Um, I suppose I'll just follow their names. I'll fuck, fuck, marry, marry, and kill, kill. <laughs> well, you're no fun. <laughs> Okay. You got all three of those. Mary would probably cook you the best meals. I think so. That's true. Jerry Kill is always kind of creepy. I have no clue who he is. He's a Minnesota Gophers uh, football coach. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. Uh, wrapping, wrapping this segment up from uh, Professor Number One at Doctor Number One. Mm-hmm. If Jason was a wrestler, I feel he would be Johnny B. Bad. Johnny B. Bad. Thoughts? Was a very uh, good Little Richard impersonator in wrestling. He wore a pink tutu? Uh, came close. And uh, mm-hmm. he did have some good wrestling moves. Yeah. Uh, I did like Johnny B. Bad. He was different. Uh, his face literally looked like... It did yeah. look kind of Little uh, Richard. Yeah. It was, it was good. And well, uh, it was, didn't he, uh, was that the one where he... Uh, Shared the clip of Disaster. him trying to throw a frisbee out to the audience, and it hit the turnbuckle. Yes, he was three <laughs> feet away from the turnbuckle, went to throw a frisbee to the crowd, and it hit the turnbuckle. So <laughs> he was not very coordinated <laughs> in that <laughs> aspect of it. He was married to Sable uh, for a while for the wrestling fans. Oh. Uh, I don't want to be married to Sable. Uh, Brock Lesnar is now, so that's kind of creepy. And uh, apparently, according to and according to Brock Lesnar, he likes to lay on top of her a lot. Is that what he says? Yeah. Good for him. Didn't he finish his one match? Oh, that's right. I forgot to lay on top of his wife. That's right. I can only say, poor girl. That's a lot of man to be under. He gets paid about $12 million a year from the WWE, Brock Lesnar. And he keeps going back to UFC. It's like, why? Why? Why are you doing that? I know, no, but he's, he's doing the wrestling cheat. for the he's paycheck. He's wrestling for and twelve could, million. And he could cheat because he does roids, and they know he's going to fail. But they let him in and fight anyways. Then he fails, and they say, "Oh well, we knew that." Yeah. He, he keeps going back because it's more prestigious to be a M- is it a real a real fighter than a yeah than a performer yeah, exactly. Huh. I disagree personally. I'd rather watch wrestling than mixed martial arts. Eh, depends. No, it doesn't. It really never even depends. I don't know. I, I, I really, I really. Unless Tank Abbott is coming back to the MMA, 
He had such a great wrestling career. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking kill you. Okay, yeah, time to come down. I mean, Best I, part ever. I do have a hard time watching two men literally beat the shit out of each other rather than watch two men pretend to be choreographed dance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a lot easier to watch because choreographed gymnastics yeah. is what wrestling is. Well, I wouldn't call it gymnastics. It takes a lot of skill and timing. It takes athletic ability mm-hmm. to perform. Yes. Yep. But Same I wouldn't equate it to gymnastics. Because let me tell you, I've, I watch a lot of wrestling, and I see a lot of independent wrestlers online. Let me tell you, if you're not timed well, it looks horrible. There's a lot that's, of bad wrestling. choreography. <laughs> yes. That's right. There's a lot of bad wrestling out there. So anyways, uh, yeah, there's your listener feedback. It's time for another installment of the Gnomes of the Geek. Hey, this is everybody's favorite company. Warner Brothers! Warner Brothers! Is developing a new feature film adaptation of the classic 1954 William Golding novel, Lord of the Flies. One of my favorite books. There's a big change, though, Blake. I know. It will revolve around a group of young schoolgirls instead of boys. Ooh, schoolgirls stranded on a deserted island. Part of that trend of gender swapping. Are they are they moving these schoolgirls into the 18 age group? <laughs> I don't think so. No, High school seniors? Is this a cheerleading squad? That's the Cinemax <laughs> Instead version. Instead of a oh. military boys academy or a boys teat. choir? It's not cage teat. Uh, the movie will be written and directed by Scott McGee and David Siegel from B Season. Don't know what that is. I kept thinking of B Movie. <laughs> That's no, but good. this is B as in Bumblebee. Yes. Uh, and they will reportedly stay true to the story that the novel tells only all the children will be girls. That's the only difference. So there's going to be a lot of cat fights. So they're going to call the one girl Piggy. He's, McGee <laughs> went to explain that the story and change saying, it's aggressively suspenseful. What the fuck? Really? What the fuck is aggressively suspenseful? Hey, have you seen Cheerleading Moms? <laughs> um, dance not, Moms. Yeah, dance that's not moms. suspenseful. That's annoying. Yeah, are they going to be a dance troupe or cheerleading troupe? Because they're going to be like, oh, we're going to do this uh, groundbreaking gender swap story. We're going to remake it with all girls. Yeah, let's do uh, cheerleaders or dance girls. Yeah, I saw this movie before. It's a uh, Japanese yeah, movie, so, uh, Battle Royale. Well, this yeah. is the Warner Brothers, not those idiots at Sony. Oh, these are the... Beer maidens yes. from Oktoberfest flying to Cincinnati. Hey, did you see? Did you see? We got the rights to Lord of the Flies. What should we do with it? What should we do? Got any creative takes? You are five minutes too late. <laughs> you dumb cuff. I'll go to the showers. <laughs> oh, my bad. Oh, two weeks in a row, Jason. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Please what continue. The, what the gym showers and flakes at? <laughs> the wrong ones. Calm down. What the fuck's wrong with you people? Uh, uh, can we get Torch Boy? Uh, go ahead. Uh, yes, this will be the third film adaptation of the novel. The first movie was made in 1963 by director Peter Brook. Second movie was in 1990 by Harry Hook. I remember the 1990 version. I don't. I didn't realize they made one in 1990. My dad rented it back in the day. Yeah, they, it was decent. They tried to modernize it by making a boys' military academy playing mm-hmm. that crash instead of choir, boys' yeah. choir. I just hope it's aggressively suspenseful, this one. Well, here, here I, I have a problem with this uh, McGahee guy, because he's talking about, oh, you know, because the idea of children forming society and replicating the behavior they saw in grown-ups before they were marooned. No, no, no. The, the, the problem is is that they lost the influence of the grown-ups that they lost, that they were trying to mimic originally with the law and the conch and all that kind of stuff. And it's basically a book about the devolution 
of Law and Order. It's pretty and much resorting back to their primal instincts. A story about how the id will always kill the super ego. Yeah, uh, once he, you know, once turned loose without adult supervision, they try to maintain their level of civility, but eventually devolve and degrade into, you know, basic id, you know, motivations and etc. On top of that, he looks like Michael Bolton, Scott McKee. So I don't know if I can root for him. No. When a man loves a woman, I'm gonna make a female empowering version of Lord of the Flies. All right, they're all cheerleader chicks. <laughs> I oh, hope wait, they're not on. empowering them in Lord of the Flies. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Uh, he did the deep end. Okay, who's holding the mascara wand? She gets to speak first. What Maes knew, uncertainty, and B season. B season was in two thousand five. Okay. Uh, his yeah. last film was two thousand twelve. All right. So okay. He, he he likes taking his time with movies yeah. nobody knows. No, but, but look, you know, here here's the dealio, right? I mean, this is one of my favorite books. I even study it, you know, write essays about it, blah blah blah. So. I'm open to the idea of making all girls. I like to see what they can do and where they can take it. As long as they don't fuck it up. You're just afraid they're going to head in the wrong direction. I'm afraid, exactly. They're going to head in the wrong direction. And we'll see what happens. Best of Vanity Fair has an article about it already titled, No One Understands This All-Female Lord of the Rings Remake, or Lord of the Flies Remake. (laughs) It's like, well, that's a good sign. Oh, maybe they'll do an all-female Lord of the Rings next. No one understands the psyche of a teen girl like two men. (laughs) 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 Well done, Vanity Fair. Well done. Actually, you know what? I give That's a great quote for this movie. (laughs) I like it. I like that. Oh, good times. Who needs women directors? Get these two guys on it. They they got it down pat. All right. well, so they are a dance squad. <laughs> <laughs> Competitive dance squad. Uh, let's right, see. Anyways. Moving on. Uh, per comicbookmovie.com. Gotham is moving, moving to Thursday nights this year, Blake. Uh, it'll make it more 21st. difficult to watch. Or not yeah. watch. <laughs> it be easier yeah. for me. Oh, I have a feeling it's going to lose its spot on my DVR. Uh-oh. Baby Bats is finally suited up to fight crime. Uh, we all assumed this was being saved for the series finale, but Fox says, fuck that. Let's do it. Uh, also, the trailer features a not Batman animated series as we see Bruce standing atop a rooftop in a manner very similar to the cartoon version, which is true. The trailer also sees the debut of the new Scarecrow. The in new, it. Scarecrow. new Scarecrow. Um, All right, so here, here's the question. The pig is in it, too. He's a good character uh, from... The pig? Yeah, PYG. Uh, he's in the comic books. Pretty and... young girl? No. She's a PYG. Pretty young Anyways, girl. Anyways, a survivor from the Lord of the Flies. He's pretty, <laughs> he's pretty good. His piggy. <laughs> I got it now. <laughs> I don't know subtlety. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> I would catch it. Anyway, so there you go. There's uh, Gotham. Are you excited, Blake? You excited about Gotham? All right, here's my question. This is the problem with TV series, Mm -hmm. right? So their ultimate goal originally was to do all the build-up world to where Batman becomes Batman and all that kind of stuff. And was supposed to focus on not young bats, but, you know, all the other characters in the world and the villains. And And Gotham police. And Gotham police and Gordon, et cetera, et cetera. Well, they ran out of Gotham police because they killed them. They all. keep killing them all. Exactly, it's the worst job to have in Gotham. But uh, Can you imagine their job fair at the local college or high school. <laughs> Who wants was... to be a police officer for a week? Because nope. <laughs> that's about as long as your life expectancy is. That's right. See, so here, here you go. You have the indefinite longevity mm-hmm. of the series. 
Yeah. So you got writers that really don't know where that end point is. Correct. And now they're at the point of, uh, fuck it. Uh, let's just start dealing with this because we can. Yeah. Especially because he's still way too young to be Batman. He didn't yeah, exactly. go away to get trained yet. Yeah. Well, Send him well, away. Technically. You know, he had that weird he, guy. He probably went away for two months. It's kind of like Ra's al Ghul thing going on. He does on. have a better training regimen than Ryan Reynolds did in Green Lantern. That's yeah. true. Here, to pretend something. Okay, yeah. you're done. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Greatest American hero. Where's the instruction book? <laughs> the suit. I lost it. Damn. Believe it or not. Yeah, uh, I guess. So, so yeah. So when when you when you're dealing with a, a TV series that can't be go on in in perpetuity, and you know you have an endpoint, then you start getting hazy on how many seasons you have left or how many you're expected to fill, and then you start getting hazy, and then you lose direction in sight, and then in the last season you're probably just going to wrap it all up, kind of like Lost. My, you know, I feel like some of those shows that. You know, I really like that end it, like, after five or six seasons. I'm really ticked off, but at least they all have an end point. And you're correct. Like, if you just yeah. know, like, network TV never can have an end point to a show. They yeah. always have to keep going. Yeah. Because there's so few cops, hits. Cops, doctors, lawyers, never an end point for any of no. those shows. Because you can keep, you know, regurgitating the same vomit and puke every year after year. Well, speaking of, uh, I was talking about Orange is the New Black earlier. They were talking to the creator of it. And she's like, yeah, uh, they're in season five. Yeah. It just got released. She's like, I think I see an endpoint after seven seasons. Yeah. And then literally a week later, she's like, well, you know, I guess I could do a whole new cast and just keep it going. No, stop it. Stop it. Well, no, honestly, yeah. you should have been doing that all along. Well, people coming in is. and out of the cast. And yeah. they have done some new people here and there. Yeah. And they, but it's like, we don't need to keep seeing the same people. Yeah, Get let, them out. Let people, I don't know, be released from jail when their prison sentence is up. Some Pipe. people are dying behind bars. I mean, this stuff happens. Piper, it might have the longest three years I've ever seen in a life in a prison sentence. Well, it's been five already. Yes, now. it has. Of course, this season <laughs> only takes place after for four days. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. Finally, True Detective is being brought back officially Yay. at HBO. You're happy or sad? Happy because I think he learned from his mistake in season two. Okay. Go keep reading. You'll find why. HBO has formally renewed Nick Pazzolotta. I think I said it right. Yeah. For a third season with Oscar winner uh, Jeff. Uh, Mahershala Ali. Who is awesome. Uh, set to start. Have you, have you seen Moonlight? No, I want oh, to. Okay. Uh, HBO did not confirm any additional casting beyond Ali, but the network did pull the curtain back on season three's top secret premise. Which is no longer top yeah, secret. Is it really a top secret now? Nothing to really? say. Really? The cast is top secret, apparently, but not the premise. Next installment tells the story of a macabre crime in the hearts of the Ozarks and a mystery that deepens over decades and plays out in three separate time periods. Very similar to the first one. Or Westworld. Uh, HBO revealed that Ali would be playing Wayne Hayes, a state police detective from northwest Arkansas. Arkansas. Uh, the multiple timeline conceit suggests Pizzolato, who HBO notes is the sole writer of season three with the exception of episode four which he co-wrote with Deadwood's David Milch, will closely resemble the series' acclaimed first season. Yeah, so they're my, remaking the first season. Uh, yeah, but he, 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 well, he's sticking with the formula of the first season, which means, you know, keep it simple. His second season, he had too many main characters, too much of a convoluted plot that people found difficult to follow and how it all intertwined. 
Uh, the only thing I'm concerned about here. Oh, go ahead. Another promising sign. Uh, buzzy filmmaker Jeremy Salonier from Blue Ruin and Green Room has come on board as an uh, executive producer and director. As an EP, extended EP. play. Yes. <laughs> and director. Rectile. Uh, uh, there's one Blue thing that's missing. Blue Ruin and Green Room. Okay. Yeah. There's one thing that's missing that I loved about the first season, and that was the fact it was T Bone Burnett ah. did the score and the music selections. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll Remember, be Danny Elfman. we said, if you're going to make a TV series, you want T-Bone Burnett. I want Danny Elfman. No, you, you agreed with me when we talked about this I before. Randy Newman. I probably did. Oh, Randy Newman. This right is foot, left foot, foot, foot. Randy Newman's not left alive. Left He's foot. dead, ain't he? Yeah. Is he? His music lives on. Is he? I thought Randy Newman passed away. Why are you not my friend anymore, true detective? We could solve cases together. Yeah. But anyways, yes. Moving on. Anyways, you know, a note on True Detective. Yes. You know, Woody Harrelson was an executive producer on the original, on the first season, the original, and that's probably why he got to bang all three hot chicks in that. No. In He's that alive. series, Randy Newman does not have a death day on his Wikipedia. No. no. Oh, okay. It's born in 1943. All right. Just wondering. How tall is Randy Newman? Is one of the Google questions. He's short. Because <laughs> short people ain't six feet. Got no. Reason? <laughs> what year did short people come out? 60-something. 2011. Anyway. No. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> oh, there's your news the geek. You ever wonder when Spider-Man goes to the bathroom if the toilet paper sticks to his fingers? You ever wonder why Superman wears his underwear outside of his pants? My name is Imran. My name is Anthony. He's the jock. And he's the nerd. And we're your hosts for the Jock and Nerd podcast where we sometimes try to attempt to answer these questions. This is a full spoiler podcast and we swear a lot. Check it out for awesome geek news, interviews, and comic book reviews. Visit jockandnerd.com. We are your superhero TV movies and comic book culture curators. Boom. Jockandnerd.com. Jock and Nerd. Hobie listeners, we're only a couple weeks away, September 22nd through the 24th, for the Cincinnati Comic Expo at the Duke Energy Convention Center in Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, if you're from Ohio or live in Ohio, hell, if you live in Michigan, Pennsylvania, California, heck, we even got people from the UK coming to the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Ralph Macchio will be there, just to let everybody know. He's from the UK? Yes, he is. <laughs> Good day, mate. I don't think he is. Uh, also, we have artist Steve Pulawa. Uh, who is awesome. He will be there. Uh, that was just announced. There's a geek prom on Saturday night. Hobie will be there, so you got to go to that. Uh, also, we will have uh, Greg Capula and Scott Snyder, the artists and writers from the Batman uh, comic books. Uh, you can do some meets and greets because I believe there's even some tickets left for that. Uh, and they also just announced there is a Beerstein Comic Expo exclusive for $20. Supplies are limited, and they're awesome. So you can get those. It is September 22nd through 24th. Go to CincinnatiComicExpo.com for your tickets. If you like Harry Potter or Game of Thrones, lots and lots of actors and actresses coming from those uh, shows and movies. So just to let you know, CincinnatiComicExpo.com. Wow. It's time to grab your balls of fury. It's Plotlines with Jeff and Jason. And Blake. Can't forget Blake. Can't forget about Blake. Blake. Wait a minute, that's Christopher Walken that did that intro? Yeah, that's can what... We ta- we... Can we talk Natalie Wood talk? No, no, we can't. Oh. That's why we can't get rid of that. I mean, we had that recorded before before Blake was on the show, but yes. it's Christopher Walken doing our intro. Can't do anything better than that. 
Uh, quick thing, uh, Batman Animated Series de- debuted 25 years ago today. Greatest that, wow. Batman series ever. It doesn't take much. Shut up. Well, I'm not <laughs> saying it's bad. I'm just saying it doesn't Best, take much. Better than be, the movies. I'm about to say. I, don't know, I really like Batman Begins. Batman Begins is fun. Yeah, I really like The Dark Knight. Uh, what is plot lines, Jeff, usually? Uh, plot lines usually is when we are given the name and the date of a movie, and we have to come up with a plot and a potential star or two who may be in the movie and see how close we can get to the real thing. Yes. But we got requested to do reverse plot lines. Where apparently we are given a set of actors and director, mm-hmm. and we have to make a plot and title. Yes. I like this idea. He failed to give us a year. Uh, the year will be 2018. Oh. Okay. In the year 2018. So from Dr. Number One, he gave us Alan Alda, B. Arthur, James Belushi, Belushi and Remy LaCroix. Oh, I'm Remy LaCroix. I have porn magnets from Hanno. I'm looking at those right now. In a movie directed by John Woo. <laughs> I got the title. Oh, you got the title? You have yeah. the title already? Golden Girls. They're redoing everything else. Let's do Golden Girls. No. Well, no. Four of the, all four of them in a house together. But it can't no. be called Golden Girls. Golden Showers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. With all four of them. I, yeah, see, I, I thought it would be one of those time travel, okay. time reflection things where old Alan Alda and Bay Arthur reflect on their younger times as a James Belushi and Remy LaCroix. Ooh. Oh. And how they got to meet? How they met? Yeah. I like so that. The the I, have, I suppose the question I have is, are we using B. Arthur's corpse? Well, yeah, we're going to have to because you said it takes place in 2018. <laughs> so... <laughs> Well, it was directed by John Woo, so that means there's got to be a lot of action mm-hmm. and a lot of doves. Well, they're, they're retired uh, cops. De- cops, yeah, detectives. Spies, retired spies. No, there spies. you go, there you go. When yes. I think spies, I think James Belushi and Remy LaCroix. Yes. Uh, so Remy yeah. LaCroix can get in some tight spaces, so I can understand that, but eh, not so much Belushi. Uh, I'm going to. This is sounding more like the Notebook. Than anything else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the spy version of the Notebook. Well, you know she can get into tight spaces, but you know she's loose <laughs> as a goose. So what are we calling this? Because I'm not calling it the Golden Girls. Golden Showers. Uh, let's no. see here. We can call it a Wrinkle in Time. No. <laughs> 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 you would get a complete wrong audience for this under that title. Time shifters. Are they traveling through time? Plug your holes. <laughs> wow. Time holes. Uh, John Woo. John Woo. So James Belushi and Remy LaCroix, FBI agents, you said? A Tale yeah. of Two Fists. There you go. Oh. I like it. Done. Done. Sold. So Tale of Two Fists. <laughs> Alan Alda and B. Arthur Corpse uh, talk about, uh, you know, their younger years, how they got to meet each other. They didn't like each other at first, but they were assigned as partners to right. figure out a, to stop a nuclear attack on America. And yeah. that was James Belushi and Remy LaCroix as your action stars. I like it. I like it. And Remy LaCroix has to have some scenes where she like gets hot and heavy oh, with I the mean, villains to try yeah. and lure yes. them in. And James Belushi does too. And she uses Oh, her, I yeah. like it. They both have sex scenes. That's right. And, and not she uses, with each other, but with the <laughs> she, bad guys. And, and she uses how, a hula hoop. 
as a weapon. And that's how they start. They yeah. learn to love each other. Yeah. Well, because they both slept with the same spy. I like it. Yeah. I like it. <clears throat> so there you go. There's your reverse plot lines. <laughs> that sounds like a terrible movie. Lies. Sounds like a porno. <laughs> it's time for box office bombs. All right, box office bombs. Uh, again, everything bombed this week. Uh, per NBC News, it was the worst of times for Hollywood. The film industry is on track for the lowest summer box office returns in more than a decade. North American box office receipts for the season were down more than 14% over last year. This will likely be the first North American summer box office season since 2006, with total receipts coming in under $4 billion. Do you look at the lineup for summer this year? It was awful. Sucked. Yeah, not a whole lot of great movies. I mean, you had Wonder Woman. Uh, Wonder Woman, Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy 2, and uh, Spider-Man Homecoming helped. So and Despicable Me three was the three the four biggest ones the four big ones and so you had three comic book movies was yeah. and a cartoon cartoon sequel they said uh, more for the Planet of the Apes which I really like that series but they yeah. said it didn't do anywhere close to what yeah. they thought uh, that didn't do well uh, Emoji Movie as much crap as we give it no pun intended uh, fuck <laughs> you Patrick Stewart. I can't say mad at you. Uh, but he, they said that even though it made some money and made a profit, it wasn't anywhere close to what they thought. Uh, I think it made $70 million, $80 million domestically. They, wow, and they thought it was going to make more than yeah, that? Yeah, they were hoping. Uh. So they said uh, the mummy d- uh, bombed at the office. Uh, last, the Pirates of the Caribbean yeah, movie. Cars 3. Cars 3 did all. Alien. Uh, Covenant, which yeah. who the fuck thought Alien Covenant was going to be a big blockbuster? Yeah, and Transformers. Oh yeah, that was a bad one too. Oh, that that ugh, that that was terrible. But so yeah, well, that's the thing. You know, people are a tired of just rehashing movies we've already seen. Yeah, I mean, all those we listed were uh, sequels. Uh, Pop culture did say though that he saw King Arthur, another bomb this year. Yes, and he said review. I liked it. So there. all right i'm intrigued to see it i'm intrigued to see it now mainly because i want to see how bad it is yeah i originally was intrigued to see it when it was first you know word but then the more i started hearing about it and then guy ritchie guy ritchieing it up Mm -hmm. and it's like uh, guy ritchie and King Arthur do not sound like things that should be going together, and apparently that's the... So we're not going to get five more of these films? Uh, there's supposed to be seven total. Yeah, that's true. So, so that's one problem I heard. It's like, um, if you expect to make seven of them, at least make the first one good. <laughs> I mean, don't hold things back. Or uh, adequate. So, so all the stuff that you didn't put in this movie that people want to see, like apparently Merlin... I mean, you got a King Arthur movie with no Merlin. I didn't know that. Because they're waiting to put him into the sequels. No Merlin. <laughs> Rubbish. I mean, I can understand, okay, it's King Arthur is a young, youngish person or something, but nah. uh, yeah. So what did it hit at the box office this week? Well, this week we had, uh, number one, the Hitman's Bodyguard made another $10 million, a total of 55 on a $29 million budget. 
Mm-hmm. We have Annabelle Colon Creation made another seven and a half million, a total of eighty nine million. That's not a, a punctuation colon, not Annabelle Colon Creation. Yeah. You all, when there's punctuations and titles, you always read the punctuation. Yep. <laughs> uh funny thing, the first two movies made the same amount of money last week as they did this week. Wow. Oh, it's because nothing new this <laughs> week came or what what uh did come out new did not make the list. Correct. Uh, Wind River made another six million, a total of eighteen million on an eleven million dollar budget. So they're making money back. That moved up one spot. <laughs> it did. It was four last week. Leap exclamation point made five million, a total of eleven and a half on an unknown budget. And Logan Lucky made four and a half million, a total of twenty three million on a twenty nine million dollar budget. Leap made the same amount of money as last week too. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, I, th- I think Logan Lucky. Might just hang around the five million dollar, four or five million dollar for a couple of weeks, and not next week. <laughs> well, there's only one thing coming out next week. Two, two, two. Oh, I got to turn the page. Yeah, they're releasing. Oh, what's home again? No idea. It's a romantic comedy. I oh, think. Oh, uh, so Logan. I don't Lucky bother pro- to look this shit up anymore because they all bombed and suck. <laughs> it looks good. But it, looks it good. is coming out, and that's the one that will do well. Did you see him? But I don't. Well, I don't know. Maybe the people that will see Logan Lucky would want to see it also. I think it's in the suburbs of Pittsburgh. Did you see somebody's going around and tying red balloons to sewer grates? That's cool. And it's freaking people out. (laughs) I think that's awesome. Come on. It's a good marketing strategy. It is. It is. Oh, I did. I did go to the... This is what was supposed to be my Mm -hmm. down from the beginning of the show. Yeah. I went to the movies this weekend. Why? (laughs) Well, that's obviously a downer. Did you see Inhumans? No, was that, the, IMAX? Yeah, that, that was this weekend? Yeah, that was this weekend. Oh, if I knew that, it would have, well, yeah, shit, I would have went. <laughs> nobody went, don't worry, it was fine, it bombed. Oh, I didn't know that was this weekend. <laughs> don't worry. Apparently nobody else did. I, <laughs> no, I would have went. They did a poor the job uh, advertising Making for it. it. Advertising everything. Yeah. No, I seriously, I wanted to see it. Okay, go ahead. Uh, no, I went to see Dark Tower. And? I wasn't all that impressed. Never read the books. So it's yeah. coming from... So and you're kind of in line with me. I never read the books. I watched the movie, yeah. and I have no interest to read the books. Yeah. Because I'm like... Because of that. that. Do you have exactly. an interest in a sequel? No. No. <laughs> okay. I, I really There's don't. No I mean... That's so, a problem for the franchise. Exactly. That's what I... Well, one, it doesn't feel like, I mean, other than, oh, okay, the, you know, the ending where, you know, hey, we'll go off on more adventures together. I mean, it really isn't sequel worthy. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Huck and Jim going okay. down the river again. Uh, well, two hour or an hour and a half later, but that's your down. Good job, Jeff. <laughs> In several episodes, uh, <laughs> it uh, is expected to be sixty. They're hoping for sixty to seventy million. Well, everybody who's been saving up their money for the box office the last two years or last two, last two weeks, three weeks. Hitman's <laughs> Bodyguard's been three for three weeks. Number one. Wow. And uh, we have no plot lines this week, or no uh, buy sell because there's nothing really that came out. Nope. Uh, I'll sell everybody that was associated with films from this week. Thanks, Hollywood. Top five this week is top five evil organizations in film. So... They make these things called movies, and they that. and they want to have conflict in their story. To have conflict, you need to have a villain 
usually multiple villains in an organization together. And they are evil. They are driving the plot for our heroes to overcome. Antagonists for the protagonists. Exactly. We just did the box office bomb segment. I don't think they really made a movie in the last three weeks, so I think you're okay. All right. Well, so now we are picking. Listen to this advice. Maybe they make some money. So we're telling them the ones, the things that have been done in the past that you should look for for inspiration to make a good antagonist. Instead of just changing genders. What's your number five? My number five for evil organization evil. Evil. is the Cobra Kai Dojo. <laughs> oh, from Karate Kid. From Karate I had Kid. it at number three. Did you? Oh, yes. my God. <laughs> Didn't mean to steal it. <laughs> you know, they're playing the Karate Kid now on, on uh, DirecTV. It's on Showtime or HBO. They've been playing it. Ah. But, uh, yeah, the... The Cobra Kai Dojo is my number five. Still say Ralph Macchio is the bad guy in it. I'm not saying Ralph Macchio isn't isn't the bad guy. He isn't. But the dojo was not nice. No, but uh, yeah, Martin Kreese or whatever his name is who runs the dojo, he was a bad guy. Johnny might have, you know, got hooked in with the wrong people because he's not as bad as they made him out to be. Uh, Blake, yeah. what's your number five? That is true. I, I do enjoy that uh, YouTube alternate reality or whatever it <laughs> yeah. is plot line. <laughs> it was like how Ralph Macchio's character was really the bad guy in yeah. that. It was pretty fun. Number five. This is a most sinister mm-hmm. organization. It scares me a lot. Okay. It is the uh, criminal headquarters for underworld mischievous planning. Mm-hmm. Chump. What movie? I, what, what movie is this? Is well, I, I kind of cheated. It's actually from TV series Lancelot, Link, Secret Chimp. Ah. <laughs> You're that fucking chimp. <laughs> hey, fucking I, you know, this, this chump, you know, you know was a goal was essentially to make the planet, you know, hospitable for chimpanzees at the expense of human beings, which was a prelude to the Planet of the Apes. Here's the best part. Whenever the top five goes out from our intern, you always make a bitchy comment. Well, I can't do this. You're restricting my creativity. You don't fucking listen to the top five anyways. Why are you bitching every week? And then last week, oh my God, it's too broad. You need to narrow it down more. If you don't fear chump, I don't know what you want. I think I fear chump now. You should fear chump. You know what? Blake, you're a cunt. Anyways. <laughs> uh, my number five. That's the British version, please. Yeah, the uh, British C word. Uh, number That's five. That's the Queen's C word. I'm sorry. The Queen's. Some would say this is a very evil organization. Inatech from Office Space. That's my number two. Oh! <laughs> I thought I was going to be creative. Uh, yeah, I love, uh, I hate Inatech. It's the uh, same office drone. I'm, I'm going to burn this place down if I don't. TPS, that's right. Uh, Cover I, page for the TPS report. Yeah, I got uh, five of them. Yeah, well, I'll send you a new one. I'll send you. <laughs> no, no, I got one. No, no. It's yeah, still the best. It looks like you've been missing a lot of work here, Peter. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm missing it. <laughs> I love when he knocks down the cubicle wall. Mm-hmm. You just can't do that. Yeah, I mean, with the two bobs here in a second. Uh, <laughs> and he leaves and he's like, I'll just get this cleaned up. <laughs> uh, my number four is uh, Engine from Jurassic Park. 
They spend all their time uh, wondering if if Mm -hmm. they could make dinosaurs. They wonder if they should. But is that evil? Yeah, because in the next movies and that, they keep getting worse and worse. Oh, okay. And you see the more more science that they're trying to do and that and uh, what they were using them for. Eventually, they're going to use it for weapons and all that stuff. So I do not think that uh, they're a very nice organization at all. Hammond may be okay, but the corporation corporation. is not. Okay. All right. Uh, What's your number four, Blake? Uh, my number four, I hobied it. Mm-hmm. Of course. I have a tie. Okay. Just due to the similarities of the two organizations. Okay. And it was uh, Spectre and Chaos. Uh, <clears throat> Chaos from Get Smart. Yes. The movie. There's a Get Smart movie, yes. which actually was not there, bad. There are <clears throat> two Get Smart movies. Yes. Oh, yeah. There was the Steve Carell, yeah. uh, Tina Fey. Oh, no, that was Date Night. Uh, Steve yeah. Carell, uh, Anne Hathaway, Anne Hathaway uh, movie. And, and then there was the Nude Bomb from the early 70s. Yeah. No, late, early 80s. Early 80s. Early 80s. Yeah. The, the Nude, nude bomb. bomb. Yes. That's there was a TV movie, too, of uh, Get Smart. Yeah. So and everybody knows You could Spectre. put TV movies in there. You could. Yeah. yeah. And everybody knows Spectre. Mm-hmm. From Bond. You didn't have to say that. Oh, but he did. Because everybody knew. Not necessarily. We're, we're helping. And if you didn't, why are you listening to this podcast? Because we're enlightening. Uh, but Jeff, what's your number four? We are lightning. Uh, I don't know about enlightening. <sighs> My number four are the Nazgul. Who? The Nazgul. Who's that? That's uh, the... My other number two was just Mordor in general. <laughs> Who the hell are you? What are you talking about? Lord so of the I guess Nazgul oh, is okay. part of Mordor. Wouldn't Mordor be all part That's of That's fine. I just know, don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Sauron. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I specifically went the, the, the nine Nazgul. Okay. But uh, right. yeah, it's just part of the general overall. Uh, okay. Sauron's army, but... I thought yeah. you meant, like, Naja Gul. Like, Raja Gul's no. daughter. I'm like, that's not... No, the, no, I'm talking about the ring rates here. Oh, okay. I'm talking the about the talking, the talking trees, Jason. Ring rats? The that's talking trees. Oh, oh, never mind. I, the talking trees, Jason. Oh, the ants. Yes. I love the ants. That's all you gotta know. Can't wait to play D&D with you guys. I'm gonna be the ants. That's right. <laughs> Can't wait. Uh, I'll move on to my th- number three, then. Giant windstorm takes me away. Uh, number three, I picked the Octan Corporation... They are from the Lego movie. Oh. Where uh, their goal uh, behind, uh, what's his name, oh. business mm-hmm. business or whatever, yeah. is to glue everything together. They're actually my top five good organizations. They are the evil organization with yes. the craggle. There's using... nothing wrong with this organization. The craggle. So they are my number three evil organization in good film. One. My oldest son good was one. playing with Legos with his uh, friend, and I walked into his room because his Legos are in his, in his bedroom. And they're like just pieces everywhere, and they're building new stuff. And I'm like, oh, I gotta leave. I can't do this. I can't do it. <laughs> but did you step on any? I did not. There you no, go. Thank goodness. Uh, my number three is the umbrella. Blake's number three. Oh, sorry. Uh, that was the dojo, oh. Cobra Kai dojo. See? No, I could have tied it with Cobra Commander. I could have. You could have. Uh, I could have roped the Cobra thing in together. Uh, number three for me is the Umbrella Corporation from Resident Evil series. Uh, they are an mm. evil, evil series. The movies may not be yeah. great. But no, the series, yeah. the corporation is corporation is evil. They were one that I had under consideration. They are, just, are they the one that released the, the toxins, the, the, the toxins that yeah. turned that killed everybody? Yeah, and they kind of knew it was going to happen. What was the, what was the point? Uh, they were trying to make money off this this 
the cure. Yeah, the cure. They're gonna sell. Oh, the, so uh, they, they so they sent the thing out to make to destroy everybody with the intention of sa- having the cure, saving the richest people with by selling okay. it. Uh, my number two. Perfect plan because that ruins an entire consumer base. Not necessarily to keep purchasing your products for future because no, it slowly consumption. went out. Whatever. <laughs> uh, my number two. The flaw. There's your flaw in the whole series. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of flaws in that series. <laughs> uh, they made six. That's the flaw. Yeah. Uh, my number two is what I thought you were trying to be funny, Jeff, when oh. you said it. Nazis. I had Nazis uh, from movies. <clears throat> Nazis, my number one. Oh well. Okay. How right. can you literally put Nazis on your list and they not be the most evil people? I'll get to this. Okay. Here's that is not possible. <laughs> you asked me a question. Let me answer. Here's the reason. Nazis are not no, the uh, the number one because in every film I see them in, they're fucking idiots. They never succeed. In Doesn't any mean they're not they evil. They're basis. Their prime they fail basis again is and again. Evil. But a lot of the times they're like the lesser Nazis. They don't even come close to anything. So that's why they're number two. They're the ignorant wow. Nazis. If that is that's kind of a, that's kind of a double thing. But uh, they're even dumber than the regular original Nazis. Oh, I can't believe you put Nazis on your list at not number one. Sorry. Uh, what's your number two? Uh, that was Ionitech uh, and Mordor. Okay. Uh, okay, come group those two together. <laughs> what's your number two, Jeff? It's all, my, so it's all about evil industrialization. My, my number two it's, it's is the, the uh, Soylent Corp. <laughs> or what is it? The Soylent Corp. Oh, Soylent P- Green. From Soylent Green. It's people. Any it's corporation people. that feeds people to people it's gotta is be pretty evil. damn evil. Almost as evil as Nazis, but not yeah. quite because Nazis are Nazis. People. <laughs> like, are you defending Nazis yeah. to be number one? Uh, they don't win in anything. They're not getting my number one. Uh, Blake, what's your number one? My number one organization is, is Insidious. The horror movie? Insidious. Oh. Vile. Mm-hmm. Corrupt. Mm-hmm. Possibly the number one problem behind all the world's problems. Okay. The United Nations. <laughs> <laughs> they shrink them down to a powder in the Batman movie from the 60s. <laughs> and that was an improvement. <laughs> well done. Well done. Well, well my well. number one is very similar to yours. Mine's the Galactic Empire from Star Wars. I feel like there's very good similarities. Between Nazis are worse. No, the fucking Galactic Empire blew up a planet. Multiple. Just for demonstration purposes. Yeah. <laughs> but they're also based off of Nazis. Doesn't matter. They it's, succeeded. I think it does matter. No, no. Or Chinese well, dictatorship. <laughs> We're not talking about that. Uh, or North Koreans. Or North Koreans. <laughs> uh, mine, I had honorable mention. I have I have several honorable mentions, too. I, I do, too. I had the retirement village that Ben Stiller was a part of in uh, Happy Gilmore. Because they made those old people <laughs> into like <laughs> slave workers. So I'm going, uh, that? Jeff, what's uh, your honorable well, mention? Well, along the line of Nazis, I also had commies. Ah, commies are a good one. All those communists, you yeah. know, from like Red, Red Dawn, Dawn or the Rocky remake. IV. The remake. Uh, and I also <clears throat> had along the same line uh, who like they like to use, make uh, e- evil in movies is the U.S. government. Okay. Mm-hmm. Movies tend to like to make the, the U.S. Yeah. government the villains. You mean the shadow government? Yes. Deep state. Exactly. I have three uh, honorable mentions mm-hmm. that haven't been prominent yet. But will be in next summer's box offices. Okay. They are, uh, the first one is the uh, Clinton Crime Network. Down the hall. Antifa. 
Down the hall. And MAGA. Down the hall. <laughs> right. Otherwise known as Trump. Did you say magma? MAGA. What did lava ever do to you? MAGA. MAGA. God. Make America Leave great again. Leave volcanoes alone. Volcanoes alone. The MAGA. Uh, we got a couple from. Did you made you? You have the Nazgul, and then the MAGA. Ooh. Down the hall. From Besotic Geek. Uh, we had a lot of listener ones on this one. Wayland Yutani Corporation from Alien. Uh, the Umbrella Corporation from Resident Evil. Oh. Hydra from Marvel. I don't feel like Hydra really has had that big of a role in the movies yet. I feel so. Ser- seriously, have you watched? Have you watched Winter Soldier? And you don't think Hydra had an effect yeah. in the? <laughs> I think there's you, too have many. You watched Captain America: The First Avenger, and you didn't think. Now, granted, they were part of the Nazis. I think there's too many heads of that organization. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. You couldn't focus on one because there's so many. I don't get it. Uh, number two is Spectre from what movie, Jack Blake? What franchise? I, I don't want to say it. That one. And number one, the Republican Party. Down the hall, hashtag, he says. <laughs> hashtag down the hall. Pittsburgh nerd. He had Odin from Archer. This is not a movie. I mean, not the Norse god? No. <laughs> uh, Chaos from Get Smart. Cobra from G.I. Joe. But the movie version is the really movie, bad. Yeah, the movie Cobra. version is bad, so I'm assuming he's including television I was going to say the, the cartoon version. Nobody ever really died. Hey, but he did make a weather machine to take over the world. That's Every true. episode. <laughs> until the episode he made a rock band. <laughs> uh, Legion of Doom from DC Comics. I would do the cartoon. I don't think you're listening to our rules. Uh, <laughs> and the Galactic he's, Empire he's from making, Star Wars. He's, he's making blank. his top five in the spirit of Hobie. <laughs> Uh, we do have a couple. Oh, we got several other ones. Uh, Thomas Kirk had the Syndicate from X Files. Uh, Cobra from GI Joe. Galactic Empire from Star Wars. The Cylons from Battlestar Galactica. And the Legion of Doom from Justice League of America. Uh, there's some Justice League movies I do have to. Uh, yeah, they're coming out. He's planning. But, but the ahead. Legion of Doom. No, the cartoon the movie. Ones, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought Legion of Doom was growing up. It was like the premier evil organization. Uh, Randall Holt, RJ Holt, six six six. He is evil. And I have many questions way. from you lately, Randall. Uh, number five, chaos. Uh, number four, the government from the X Files. Uh, number three, the Belko Corp from the Belko Experiment. I really wanted to see that movie. It was a horror movie last year. Uh, Silver Shamrock from Halloween three, and the Wayland Yutani Corp from Aliens. Uh, I asked him how the uh, how uh, Belko Experiment was because I really wanted to see that, and uh, he said. Uh, Sorry, uh, he said I. Uh, it was awesome. Yes, I did a kneel. I never saw it. <laughs> <laughs> so appreciate that. That was Try wonderful. Try. You don't have to see a movie to have an opinion. <laughs> Eric at Eric of Aragon. Eric of Aragon. All right, First Eric. Time he responded. The Sith Lords from Star Wars. Mm. Spectre from the movie we shall not name. No, you can name it. Hydra. You don't have to because everybody knows. I don't know. Hydra from Avengers. The Cyberdyne systems from D, uh, from Terminator Two. I yeah, like that one. that's right. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not. Well, they just created our yeah. Cyberdyne weren't necessarily evil. I mean, what they, they created became, became evil, or was it? Or mm. well, <laughs> Skynet became a death machine, but their intentions weren't evil. He had uh, Omni consumer products from RoboCop. Yeah, they're definitely evil. 
Uh, he said <laughs> they had no good plan other than to make money and and get power. So they're evil. He said he uh, had an honorable mention of the Bifco from uh, Back to the Future too. Saw that one. Well done. Well done. Bifco. Uh, let's see here. Um, I think that was all of them right now. Was, uh, oh no, I, I'm sorry. I also had the. I, to, 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 I also had an honorable mention of the Tyrell Corporation. What's that from? from? Blade Runner. They're the ones that made the replicants. Oh, made dude. humans, but then weren't allowed to be humans. We actually did have more. I'm sorry, on our Facebook page. Yeah. Sarah Underhill had... Do they have to be fictional? Because all the orgs in the Big Short were awfully evil. Yeah. <laughs> or, or all the organizations in the Big Short, they were all evil. And Correct. I just... Uh, well, Nazis weren't fictional either, but I put them on my list. They're fictional in the movie, some of them. Uh, number five? Or, I'm sorry, Non-fiction. Kevin. Nonfiction. <laughs> Kevin from 365 had uh, Engine from Jurassic Park, Umbrella Corporation from Resident Evil, Mitch and Murray's company in Glengarry, uh, Glen Ross. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he thinks it's called Rio Rancho. Uh, number two, OCP. I don't know what that is. Down with OPP on OCP. OCP. That's not insane clown posse. That's no. ICP. Uh, and then he had Waylon Yatani. <laughs> I thought that was Internet from Control Aliens. Point. Uh, let's see. Chris Richardson from 365 had in, uh, in Attack from Office Space. Uh-huh. Bifco from Back to the Future Part 2. Biff. The Syndicate from X-Files. Uh, Oscorp from Spider-Man. <laughs> and Cyberdyne uh, Systems from Terminator. And then finally, Jared Mills. Uh, he had... Uh, Jared the Miller. Yes. He had number five, Waylon Yutani from Alien Franchise. That's a popular one. It is a popular one. Cobra from G.I. Joe. Leather Machines. Uh, number three, Galactic Empire from Star Wars. Number two, Cyberdyne from Terminator. And number one, Umbrella Corporation. That is a uh, very popular uh, pick. I'm in- I'm impressed. So um, there you go. There is your top five this week. We appreciate everybody. Uh, bad idea of the week. Number four, Nazis. Number four, A. Putting up number one. They never win. <laughs> Sorry. It doesn't work. Yeah. Sorry. Nazis. Nazis are a bad idea. They are a bad idea. Nazis. <laughs> That's a number four. I don't know. Ah. We could make it number two if you want. Not number one. We know what number one yeah. is. So, uh, yes, that is it. And uh, Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. From walking dead to talking heads, from comic books to TV sets, there's a history. Not so bad. There's the history. It's the history of bad. So bad. So titles? Addendum. Uh, Titles. Uh, What did I write down here? Um, I write down, uh, you can blow me a pint glass. (laughs) I wrote down, Nazis should be number one. I don't think I'm going to put that out there because I'll be honest, I don't think I want that as a title ever. (laughs) And We might get a whole new crowd and I don't know if I want that crowd. And A Tale of Two Fists. Had cheerleader of the flies. <laughs> you don't really like that one. I do like that one. Psyche of teen girls, which again, I don't think I want that group. <laughs> uh, or the creepy group from that. <laughs> Green Lantern training video. And uh, Tale of Two Fists as well. I had Tale of Two Fists. Blake, what's your picks? Good call. Anyways. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what was your choices? That one. Okay. Uh, obviously, I think we're going Tale of Two Fists. All right. That could get nasty. <laughs> All depends on how people was, take it. That was the whole 
double entendre. Get it with two fists, double. Ah! 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 Goodbye.